we'll be looking extensively at another parable of the kingdom. And this time around, by the grace of God, God is going to be ministering to us on the kingdom of God. So today we'll be focusing on Luke chapter 14 from verse 15 down to 24. And I want us to be looking at some critical things from what we have read today. Like I told you yesterday that the Bible which is the word of God must be fulfilled. Every aspect of the Bible must be fulfilled. And yesterday I told you that the Old Testament wrote everything about Jesus Christ when he came the first time. And he died on the cross. And if the Old Testament wrote everything about Jesus Christ when he came the first time, if the Old Testament told us everything about Jesus Christ when he came the first time, how far the Jews did not know? How far the mystics? The Jews were experts of the world. They are not even like us, the Gentile nations, who are not experts of the law. Please, are you tell that guy behind you, uh, a telling to stand up? Uh, Olina, stand up. Yes, stand up. If, if the Jews that knew the law and the prophets, everything that was written in the law and the prophets, the Jews knew everything. The Pharisees, they knew everything. The priests, the chief priests, the high priests, they knew everything. The scribes, the services, the rulers of the Jews, the teachers of the law, they knew everything. Still, when Jesus came in a manger, they missed it. When Jesus was preaching to them, everything that was written about him in the Old Testament that they themselves have read, they missed it. Jesus Christ was crucified and it was categorically written there in the Old Testament by the prophets who still missed it. Written black and white, they missed it. They did not recognize Jesus when he came. Even though the Bible wrote about him, the Bible wrote about it very categorically. Even the disciples of Jesus, they missed it. They did not and could not understand. It was when Jesus rose from the dead. And he was not explaining the scripture to them. And when he was explained to them, we are not looking at that because today we are looking at the parables. But like God's parables, one day we will go into those details. When Jesus Christ was not explaining the scriptures to them, and how the scripture was fulfilled concerning 
how he came and how he must die. Because when he was explained to them, after he rose up, that the Bible says that their eyes were now open. The eyes of the disciples were now open. And they now understood the scriptures. The scripture was written, was very categorical, but they missed it. Until Jesus Christ explained it to them before they could understand the scripture. When the children of Israel were taken captive and they were in Babylon for many years, the scripture was very categorical about how many years they would spend in Babylon. 70 years must be accomplished. And before that period, many of them were agitated to live, to live, to live, to live. Until the Lord told Jeremiah to write to them again and send message to them that none of them can live until 70 years was accomplished. Because prophets were telling them. Prophets were telling them at Babylon, where the children of Israel were taken captive. Prophets were telling them that don't worry, God will take you back, that God will come and deliver you very soon. That was what prophets that they had respect for. Many of the prophets they respected were telling them those things. That is not what they come and deliver them. God will set them free from captivity very soon. And because of that, they were all, their hearts were on the edge. Their minds were to return back to Jerusalem. God had to tell Jeremiah, please, can you write a letter to these people in Babylon and tell them that none of them can escape from Babylon until 70 years have been accomplished. So Jeremiah had to write to them. And those of them that tried to leave, they were killed. Those of them that tried to escape, they were killed. And while those that stay and relax in captivity, they flourish, they prosper. God was with them. But when the time was approaching, because they did not understand what exactly was prophesied by Jeremiah, because it was Prophet Jeremiah that God used to tell them that 70 years must be accomplished upon them. It was one man that God revealed it to. And how did it know? How did that man know? He knew because if you go to where he talked about the experience, it is when he was studying the word of God that he now understood. Bible says he understood by studying. And that was Daniel. And when he understood that 17 years must be accomplished, and 17 years has been accomplished. So Daniel began to pray and began to cry to the Lord. It was his intercession that led to the breakthrough. Because the breakthrough would not have happened without the intercession of Daniel. Why? Because in the land of captivity where they were, there was a power that was holding them there. And that power was what? The Prince of Pasha. That is where we come to know about the Prince of Pasha. Today, everybody that prays says the Prince of Pasha. How did you come about the world, Prince of Pasha? It was the time of Daniel. Because 70 years have been accomplished, but the enemy still held them in captivity. The enemy refused them to leave. 
So Daniel, by intercession, prayed and did not stop praying. He was fasting, he did not stop. But the first day he started fasting and praying, God had already dispatched messenger. And the Gabriel would come and deliver the message to him. But, and the Gabriel was withheld by, by the prince of Persia. That he could not let him go for 21 days. And the Gabriel was held hostage by the prince of Persia. Until and the Michael killed the warrior in the cave and fought against the prince of Persia. Then Gabriel was now released to quickly go and despite the message of the deliverance of Israel to Daniel. Because 70 years had been accomplished already. But physically nothing was happening, even though 70 years have been accomplished. Praise the Lord. God said 70 years must be accomplished. The people that planned to live before 70 years they were killed. But now 70 years have been accomplished for the power that held them down as in captivity. A demonic power. A spiritual power that was so strong. So strong that even an archangel. Gabriel was an archangel. Is. Gabriel is an archangel, but still Gabriel as an archangel could not prevail over the prince of Persia because he was he is a powerful prince. So he took the intervention of the warrior angel and the Michael to come and fight for the intervention. Praise the Lord. You will get to understand what I'm saying as we connect everything together. Because the same thing happened to Israel in Egypt. God prophesied, told Abraham, that 400 years shall be accomplished for the children of Israel in Egypt. Because everything that God does, God explains everything. God does not keep anyone in the dark about what he is doing. The same thing about his coming. Everything is plainly written. But there's always a challenge. There's always a challenge. And those of this challenge, you begin to understand them as we progress in this church by the special grace of God. 400 years was accomplished for Israel in Egypt. But do you know that when their time came, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. When their time came for their deliverance, do you know what Egypt did? Egypt started killing their sons. Egypt sent message and said that any male child that is born by an Israelite should be killed. Because the time for their deliverance has come. And the powers of darkness, the spiritual powers of darkness that want to keep them in captivity ensure that every male child that an Israelite gave birth to was killed. And that was how they started killing because the moment for their deliverance had come. Because by calculation, if Israel was to be delivered by their 400 years, the calculation was that the person that would deliver them should have been born at least 30 or 40 years before 400 years. Praise the Lord. And by that calculation, the powers of darkness understood. And that was when they began to decree that any child, any male child that is born by any Israelite, they should kill that child. 
And I was when they started killing every male child around the period that Moses was born. And they could not keep Moses' birth secret, so they had to let Moses go and release him to the river. And by the divine mercy of God, he was captured, he was, he was, he was uh, seen by the daughter of Pharaoh who had compassion on Moses, the baby Moses. And the deliverance of Israel happened 30 years after the 400 years. So they were delivered on their 430th year. That is about 30 years later. Why? Because the powers of darkness held Israel back from getting their deliverance. The same thing happened with the Israelites. Even though that's in Babylon, even though 70 years have been accomplished, yet they were still in captivity. After 70 years, they were still in captivity. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. My brother, what I'm telling you is that the coming of Christ is already happening. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Are you understanding what I'm telling you? The coming of Christ already was. Is already happening. There is already a shaking. There is already what? A shaking around the coming of Jesus Christ. When we fully go detail into the coming of Christ, you will know that there is a power that is holding that coming from happening. And that power, the lawless one who must be taken out of the way. When we get to that level, we'll be looking at it in detail. But this morning, by the grace of God, we'll be just focusing on just the parable of the great supper. Because the word of the Lord gave us a lot of insights that you need to pay attention to. If you look at If you look at, let me read from verse 16, please. As I read, just listen. Then he said to him, A certain man gave a great supper and invited many. Jesus gave a parable about the great supper. So he said that there was a great man, a certain man, that did a great supper and invited many for the supper and sent his servants at supper time because the supper was ready. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Look at what the scripture says. He said the supper was what? Ready. It was what? Ready. ready. Jesus Christ said, I am going to a place to do what? To prepare a mansion, a mansion for us, a place for us. That when he is done, he will come back, isn't it? The scripture is telling us that it is what? That the place is what? Praise the Lord. Are we here together? What? The place is ready. He said the place is ready. He said the supper is what? Ready. The supper is what? Ready. Because you need to understand the scriptures. He said the supper is ready. The supper has been made ready. You have to understand what exactly is happening here. Because if you do not understand, you will lose out. Just as the Israelites lost out. Bible says that the supper has been ready. Verse 17 says, And sent his servants at supper time. To say to those who were invited, come, for all things are now ready. 
Everything is ready. Everything is what? Ready. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I know you know that's what I'm telling you. When Jesus Christ ascended to heaven, the God, the Father, told Jesus Christ, sit at my right hand after you what? Make your enemies your what? Close to me. Someone that is sitting down, is he walking? Is he walking? No. Praise the Lord. Now, if somebody, if Jesus Christ still has work to do, will he be sitting down? No. He will be standing up and be doing his work. So the Father says, sit down until I make your enemy your footstool. Meaning that, just as I say, I am going to the place to do what? To prepare. He does not say, I am going to the place for my Father to prepare. He said, I, Jesus Christ is the one. That went to do what? To prepare. What is now? When he went, he had already what? Prepared. So in that word, sat down until his enemies were made his footstool by his father. So he is revealing to us that his supper has been ready. But what is holding it back? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Come and see what has been holding things back. Bible says in verse 17, and sent his servants at supper time to say to those who were invited, Come, for all things are now ready. Look at verse 18. But they all with one accord began to make excuses. The first said to him, I have bought a piece of ground. Mm. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. My sister, my brother, if you lose out on the revelation that God is about to release now, it will be better for you not to be coming to the church because I don't know what you are coming to the church to do. It says, the first said to him, the first people that they went to reach out to said, the first said to him, I have bought a piece of ground and I must go and see it. I ask you to have me excuse. There are three, there are three dispensations, three ages of people, three era of people. We are at the last era. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. We are at the what? Last era. Now, the first era said that I have bought a piece of what? Ground. Tell the person next to you. Listen, bro. Don't let apple to you the way it happened the first time, bro. Can you all sit down and leave that place? Rasta. Rasta, please come and sit down here. Come to this place. Yes, come and sit down here. Come and sit down beside the other Can you do that immediately, please? I have bought a piece of ground. There are three categories, three eras, three dispensations, three generations. The first generation is, I have bought a piece of ground. The second generation is, I have bought five yoke of oxen. I have bought five yoke of oxen. The third generation is, I have married a wife. We are in the last generation, the final generation. We are what? In the final generation. We are the last part. What is a piece of ground? If you are in the, if you understand, because everything that is here, everything that is here is what it calls social economic system. 
Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Before you call what? Now, please, why I am taking time to tell you all those things, why I am taking time to explain this list to you is because many things are happening before your eyes and you are not seeing. You are not understanding because you don't even have the eyes to see. You don't even know what is happening. Everything is about social economic affairs. What are we talking about social economics? Social and economics. Social system and economic system. Social system is about how a people, a community, a nation, a world, the people that live on planet Earth choose to live among themselves. That is social. Are you listening to me? How a people choose to do what? Live what? Among themselves. Social. How people choose to live among themselves. Today, they are very close youth. Close mass. It's about social matter. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. They tell you, okay, don't walk. Between social time and social time is about what? Social matter. Today, no, yesterday, yesterday, Facebook blocked the account of Namdekano. How many of you know that? Thank you. How many of you know that? That Facebook have blocked the account of Namdekano? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Okay, now, you guys are telling you, if you don't pray, you don't know what is happening in your world. Like I told you, everything that the Bible explains is about social economic. What we are discussing now is social. Facebook is a social platform. It's a platform that enables interaction. When Donald Trump was trying to agitate for some certain things, Twitter blocked him, Facebook blocked him, and if you read your CNN today, they are still attacking him on everything it stands for because it is social matter. Social factor is how a people choose to live. If they don't agree on how to live, they will fight. Like the Fulani Hesmen that come to the South and the South are rejecting them is a social matter. Are you understanding me? What does it mean, sir? Then we have the economic aspect. The economic aspect is the one that has to do with you be able to have money in your pocket to buy what you want to buy. You be able to eat the food you want to eat. Buy the clothes you want to buy. We live in the house you want to live. Get access to medical facilities and other things. They are all economic matter. They have to do with what? Money. So we call it social economic matter. Are you understanding me? Yes, that is the world. A lot of things are happening before your nose, but you don't know what is happening. Everything is changing before your eyes, and you don't know why they are changing before your eyes. Somebody is telling you, sit at home, don't come outside, and just obey, and you don't know what is happening. At the first December, they said, fuck you, don't go, don't do, cross over. And many of you stayed at home and you don't even know what is happening. That is how many people will be told, stay at, don't do this. Satan, Satan, Satan. <laughs> when Jesus Christ will come, because the sign, Satan knows the sign. That second that Christ is about to come, Satan will make a lot of people to walk away.
because they will have successfully conditioned your mind. They will have successfully conditioned your mind to the point where, where once when the time of Christ will come, because you are not aware of what is happening around you, they are conditioning your mind, they are controlling your mind. You don't even know what is happening. The only thing you know is blessing, blessing. Hey, I, 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 I want food in my house. I want that. I want, I want that. Mommy, uh, there is fire on the mountain. Uh, so I pray. That is the only thing you are for. Why? Okay, look at everything you are concerned about. What is that thing you are concerned about? All the things you always call mommy for. How many of you have ever called mommy? Mommy, my spiritual life, I don't understand my spiritual life. I need to. I, I don't know to pray where I'm going to pray. How many of you have called mommy and said, Mommy, I've been trying to consecrate my life to God, but it's very challenging. I, I used to pray for one hour, but now, right, for the last two weeks, I struggle to even pray for 30 minutes. Mommy, I don't know what is happening. How many of you have called mommy for such? Is there anybody that called mommy? So say, ah, I need to pray for two hours, but for the last one month, I've been struggling to even maintain 30 minutes prayer. I don't know what's happening to my spiritual life. How many of you have called that for that? How many of you have called that to say, well, I've read my Bible for the chapter in the Bible, I don't understand it. Can you please explain it? How many of you have called that just for once to say, can you please explain this particular chapter of the Bible that I just read? In my morning devotion, or in my morning devotion this morning, we read this place, we don't understand it. Can you please explain it to me? How many of you have done that just for once? And you say, yes, please say. Do you know the kind of people you are? Everything you are here for is for social economic matter. Nothing more than that. And that's what we are trying to discuss right now. What devil put over your eyes to condemn you? If I ask you here, I mean, if you have read the Bible, even this week, beyond coming to this place, I mean, if you raise up your hand and you read your Bible. How many of you call someone and say, please, are you, can you explain to me that I've been reading this thing? I'm trying to understand the large picture. How many of you? How many of you have even discussed among yourselves spiritual matters? It's about I want this, I want that, I want that, I want that. Everything social matter. Among the year, we go to heaven. We are among the years, even for the fight, we go to heaven. You are not interested to learn, you are not interested to do anything, to know anything. It's giving, 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 grab, 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 mommy, help me. That is what I want, I want that, I want this. Dispensation, and we are in a large dispensation, and this parable is telling us that now. The first dispensation is dispensation of the buying of the ground, the land. Buying of the land. There was a period that everything is about land. What you own, what you have, your life revolves around the land. Because it is the land that you can use to feed yourself. You live on for yourself and for your family alone. It's the early stage. That era, we have passed it. We are no longer in that era. Then we move to the second era. The second era is the era of what? The buying of the yoke of oxen. 
The yoke of oxen is the era of work, business, that is industrial business. Praise the Lord. That is the era of what? Industrial business. That is the era we have, we have also passed, we are gradually passing that era now. We are currently in that era, but we are already passing it. Industrial era is the era when these clothes that we are putting on, we are mass produced. Because we are talking about oxen. Yoke, yoke of oxen, how to do it what? Mechanization, praise the Lord. How to do it what? Mechanization, mechanization is the deployment of machine. Using machine to do things for you. In the olden days, in the era of ground, buying of ground, buying of land, that era, the era when Jesus Christ was also alive, those era were more of the time when there was no mind. When Jesus Christ went around preaching, he has to use old voice to preach. Are you understanding me? For you to make it close, somebody have to make it, you have to make clothes one by one. For you to make a shoe, you have to make that shoe one by one. For you to make a chair, you have to make that chair one by one. And you understand what I'm saying? Then we now fire that era. We enter the second era. The second era is the era of the buying of yoke of oxen. The era of the buying of the yoke of oxen is the era of what? Mechanization. Mechanization means to use machine to do something. For example, if you go to where they are making this plastic chair, you will say it's not a human being that's making it. It is what? Machines that are what? Making it. Today, if you want to go to your house, you will enter bus to go to your house. You are not climbing on donkey or ox to go to your house. Are you understanding me? Yes, sir. You are going to enter a vehicle that is mechanized system. So we enter into the era of mechanization, which is what? The era of what? The buying of the yoke of oxen. And what was the excuse? And I am going to test them. I'm going to do what? Test them. That is active engagement. Always busy yourself. In the era of mechanization, you see people, they stay in the office from morning to night working. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. They stay in their office with their computer to keep working and working and working. Some people don't come to work because of what? Work. That is the era of what? The yoke of oxen era. Now, we are about to enter the last era. The era, the last era. Can you see, can you see in the, in the first era, the era of the ground. The era of the ground is when you use your own hand to walk. Praise the Lord. The era, he said, I have bought a ground. That is the first thing. He says, bought a piece of ground. I must go and see it. So, go to what? To see. Because you cannot do much with ground. Praise the Lord. You cannot do what? Much with what? Go to the ground. That was the era that I passed. We have passed that era long. Then we enter into the second era. The era of the yoke of oxen. And Bible says, I am going to do what? Test them. The era of what? The yoke of oxen is the era where you get yourself busy. You are so busy. That is the era we enter. You see people, they are going to Victoria Island to work and they will be in their vehicle for two hours, three hours. The devil has kept everybody was busy. Everybody is busy trying to make it. Everybody goes to work and stays there from morning to night. Everybody is just busy. We are, we are in the era of work, in the use of what? Oxy. Now, the great reset, praise the Lord. The great reset, if you have been reading your newspaper cards, everybody is talking about the great reset. And it's going to happen very soon. 
Now, when the faith is set happen, if you understand what is behind it, the social, economic understood, underground, behind the new system that is about to happen, you will see that we have entered, we are now entering the last phase. And that phase, look at what the Bible says. The Bible says in verse In verse 20, still, verse 20 of chapter 14 of the book of Luke. Please look at your scripture. Verse 20 says, Still, another said, I have married a wife, and therefore I cannot come. Can you see? Look at the first one. The first one said, I have bought a piece of ground. Praise the Lord. Please, are you with me here? Look at the first one. The first one said, I have bought a piece of ground. Say, I ask you to, I ask you to have me excused. The first one did what? He pleaded to be excused. The first one did what? Pleaded to be what? Excused. Look at the second one. The second one said, I have bought yoke of oxen. And I am going to test them. Look at the response again. Say, I ask you to have me excused. Praise the Lord. The second one said, What? Please, have me what? Excused. That's the second one. Then look at the third one. Look at the last one. What did the last one say? Can someone read verse 20 for me, please? And another one said, I am married a wife, and therefore I cannot come. Praise the Lord. The language of what? Change. I cannot, I'm going to confirm this. I just told you now. The language of what? Change. Now, I, therefore, I cannot work. That is called what? The apostate state. The state of apostasy. The final state. The final state is what? Apostasy. Apostasy is what? To work away. To say, I don't do again. I don't do it again because I don't marry. Praise the Lord. I don't know what marry. Then come and see what the scripture says. Only about the book of Luke chapter 17. You know, we are still we are still we are still playing around. Yeah, we are still playing around. We are still at the early, early stage. Because uh, when we were trying to do life for life, I realized that if you go that way. Nobody's going to understand what we are talking about. So let us start with something that is very simple. Then from there, we can now we can now move from there. Now look at Luke chapter 17 from verse 26. But when six says, and as it was in the days of Noah, so it will be also in the days of the Son of Man. Praise the Lord. As it was when in the days of what? Noah. So it shall be in the day of what? The Son of Man. The day, the day Christ will come. He said it will be exactly the way it was in the time of Noah. What was about the time of Noah? Look at what the Bible says. Say they ate, they drank, they married wives. They were given in marriage until the day that Noah entered the ark and the flood came and destroyed them all. Then look at verse 28. Likewise, as it was also in the day of what? Lot. In the day of what? Lot. Bible said they what? They ate, they drank, they bought, and they sold, and planted, and they built. But on the day that Lot went out of Sodom, it praise the Lord. And when he left, everything was now destroyed. Now, what exactly are we talking about here? What we are saying is this. We are entering COVID-19 happened last year. 
COVID-19 has not ended. Because COVID-19 as a necessity must usher us into the new world order. It's compulsory. It must do that. If it doesn't do that, then the purpose of COVID-19 will be defeated. And what is the new world system? The new world system, right now, America practice what we call capitalism. China practice what we call communism. Neither capitalism nor communism can take us to where we are going to. So the one is the practice what we call socialism. So socialism is what we introduce very soon. Everything has been worked out. Everything has been worked out. So what they are going to do is to bring the whole world into what we call a distressed state. A state of distress. A state where people become distressed that when they tell you this is the solution, you quickly jump at it. Praise the Lord. When they tell you that this is the solution, you do what? You jump at it. Because you have been so distressed that you cannot wait. You cannot wait. Anything they just offer to you, you just even what? Jump at it. And that is why the Lord has been warning seriously. Go and tell my children. Because once it is produced, many people are going to jump. And once they jump, they are gone. It's going to happen very soon. And they will do what? They will abandon their faith. They will do exactly what the last set of persons did because they are now busy. Now, the last phase, we allow people to have their lives. You don't have to do plenty of work to have the money you need to live your normal life. That is why, right now, they are telling Nigerians to do what? To make sure you register your work. NIM. People don't know what is happening. They think all those things are jokes. They are not jokes. They're going to see them happen. They now remember that somebody told you this. Because it's moving very fast, faster than you think. And it's happening before you lose. It before you is happening, but you don't know what is happening. So what they are doing with the process, everything will be linked together. All your accounts, everything will be connected together. Nothing. You cannot escape anywhere. You cannot escape anywhere. So they're going to make up your mind whether you want to be for Jesus Christ or you don't want to be for Jesus Christ. So they're going to come and dare you and tell you this is how I want you to serve your God. If you don't do it that way, then forget about serving your God. But if you do it that way, we're going to give you this, we're going to give you that, we're going to give you whatever you want. So how many are willing? But because of time constraint, we cannot go into the last thing that the Lord commanded, he said compel, verse 23 says, compel them to come in, that my house may be what? Filled up. Compel. He said compel. What it means <laughs> praise the Lord, we have entered into a phase that the sons of the kingdom will be compelled in. You know they will be compelled in. Praise the Lord. Disaster will start falling on many people. If you remember last year, around this time last year, we preached this message that we marked. Didn't it? For those of you that remember that message that we what? Marked. And you remember that you remember. You have been marked. And we say once you are marked, you cannot what? Escape. What it means that those who are been marked. No matter where you are doing, no matter what you are doing, that thing will be difficult. If you are not in the house of God, that thing will collapse. Because Bible says what? Compel. Because the number must what? Complete. Because Jesus Christ must come, but he cannot come in the number is what? Not complete. So he has to do what? Compel them. Before he compel them, look at what he did. He said, let the lay. The lay people should come in. People that are sick, come in. All of them. He's going to create a scenario where there will be trouble everywhere among the sons of the kingdom. The things they are looking for, they will not have it. They will go everywhere. They cannot solve that problem for them. But when they come to the house of God, because they are compelled, they will not get it immediately. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. They will not do what? They will not get it immediately because they are compelled. God said, compel them. Because time will not permit me to put that expansion on the great supper. 
Because you have to be compelled. So for you to be compelled means that that thing you are looking for, you will not get it until you are transformed. If you are not transformed, you cannot get it. Because you are not what? Compelled. Because you cannot continue to delay the coming of Christ. So all the sons and daughters of the kingdom will be what? Compelled into the kingdom. By fire or by what? Force. Say, go to the highway. Compel them in. How do you compel someone that is not willing? Oh yeah, raise down his house. All his businesses, knock them down. Give him cancer. Give him stroke. Give him a disease, poison that he can that cannot be cured. Let him go to every place and cannot be cured until God will return to the house of the Lord. And when he comes here, God will be looking at the sick Paco, Paco, Paco. You too will be looking at Paco, Paco, Paco. But because you have no choice, you have nowhere to go to, you are going to stay there until gradually God will transform you from the inside to the world, outside. Praise the Lord. Now we will begin it. 